Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Up dog, my man, the bat blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know, like playoff hockey. Or barbecuing with your boys, teeing it up, going to music festivals. Everything is better with Labatt Blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA in Buffalo, New York. What's missing curfew? It's when you kind of play guilty, but you show up. How nice is a green light on the road, though? No practice tomorrow, no playing, just go. Scotty Upshaw in the clear, and he scores! In front, scores! A few laughs, a little bit of fun, and obviously a lot of hockey talk. You're listening to Missing Curfew. The lads. Fella. My man. Oh, the boys are a little... Are, are we stumbling into Christmas here? Oh. Are we having a Labatt blue light? Cheers, buddy. Merry Cheers. Christmas. Hey, Christmas time. It got away on us last night, didn't well, it? What better time to have a nice ice-cold Labatt? As Cowboy used to say, can't feel this bad all day. I'm going to be hungover, but it ain't going to be today on Christmas. No chance. Wow, is that tasty? That is tasty. God, let me have another is one. Is a fresh that? batch? This is right right, out of the, right from Buffalo, right into the fucking fridge. Listen, this is our Christmas special here. Yeah. Uh, it's going to come out uh, a couple days after Christmas, so we apologize for that. But we had our, we had our OG Newport Christmas dinner last night. Yes, we did, and it just got a little. It just got away on us a little <laughs> it bit, did. Didn't, it, didn't it? I mean, it's it, it was slippy. It was slippery. We slide lappy. We had about ten bottles of wine. I had one old fashioned. I had a butter cake. Did you? We have one old fashioned. I had only one. I old must fashioned. have had ten. I know, but it was the it, it was the wine. Not, not a bad bottle either. No, it was oh good. My guy, it was eighty dollar bottle. We had ten of them. Great job. Great job. Eight hundred dollars. Great job ordering. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Family style. Uh, that's the way to do it. Goes without saying, thanks to Mr. Lupel. Picking up the tab. Classy. I think that's for our Aspen uh, antics of missing curfew, picking up a couple big tabs there. We did. Yeah, we were spending it. But uh, no, it was a great way to, listen, we have a great OG crew here. When we say OG, there's, you know, we got Joe D, the big guy, the Stu cat. Stu. We were definitely missing, you know, San Fran. Yeah, we were. Um, but. You know, and then and then a good good addition in Al Hall, our boy Hall Pass. He's original. He's original. He's original OG. They used to have a party called uh, Summerlicious. Yeah, which is the name of his boat. Yeah, I went there my after my rookie year. I got traded to Tampa. I came back just in time for Summerlicious. I, I I won't spare all the details, but what a shaker it was! It was a shaker. It was a shaker. <laughs> the Pens and Pairs showed up. They were they were in the conference finals, or they might have even been in the Stanley Cup finals. And they made a quick appearance the day before game four or whatever. They just had these big, Peds had this big, greasy beard. Pears had this little greasy one. 
And uh, they said, oh, we're going to make an appearance, boys. I'm like, yeah, all right, good luck tomorrow. Hey, but we kept raging all night. But it was uh, Al, Al Hall is an OG Newport guy. Yeah, I was told that uh, the place they had down on the beach in Newport. When we reminisced about Newport Beach and just growing up here. Yeah. You know, we, you and I, you got here a little younger than me, but I got here 20, 28 years old. You know, still had the world. The world was my oyster time. And uh, God, that's good. Uh, he, he ended up buying a hot tub. Didn't buy it. There was one on like Craigslist. It was for free. It just said, just come pick it up. He went and picked it up. It had like rat holes and everything in it. So he fixed it up. He did what Al Hall does, which is what he'd done to the fellow Sprinter van here at Mr. Curview. And um, brought it. They put it on their patio. And like you could just picture people walking by, you know, the beach on one of those off streets that they were on and seeing these these hooligans with a with a hot tub on their patio. Yeah. Filled up to the brim. They Talk had a, about an invitation. They had a cool house they had. It was it was two stories and the the lower level was the living room, everything with the patio, and then the upper level had a had a balcony as well. So it was a cool house for a shaker because people are up and down. Amazing. Amazing. But so uh thank you to everyone for the Christmas curfew calls here. We we wanted to mix up a little bit. Uh so we appreciate you guys taking the time. You guys know how much Meet Up Dog love these. So I'm going to start off with the read here, Ups. Yeah, give it to us. Bear with me, Peter. I'm a little hungover here. Peter Craig. Cragger. Fellas, love the pod. Especially love hearing about the team parties. Do you guys have any stories on Team Xmas parties that got out of control? I'm sure Obes has some beauty stories. Again, love the pod. Keep up the great work. If you're ever in, if you're ever in Southern Ontario, beer's on me. Might have to take him up on that. Yeah. So what part of Southern Ontario? That Southern Ontario is pretty big there, Cragger. <laughs> I mean, uh, any anywhere along the border, I'm in. I'm in. Is Sarnia, London. Is Windsor? Windsor's a good town. Windsor, Windsor, awesome Detroit. Yeah, Windsor's good. London's better. Um, London's better. Listen, I'll, I'll tell you this. There's there's two awesome times to party with your teammates at one of their houses. It's Halloween, but then more so because I'm a Christmas guy. You know, you've been to my place. Actually, you have had no your since it's fucking dialed in right now. I've I, seen. I, I got to. It's it's Griswold. I seen your old place. I dialed. love. Christmas holidays, and uh, I love decorating my house, and I love when other teammates do as well. And I recall, you know, vividly, Alexander Steen had a great shack, great shack, great wine, good wine selection. Always had a nice tree. We'd go over there. Always had a nice tree. You always come back to the tree with you. Got to have a you good like tree. A good tree. Yeah. How about Sheldon's tree in Colorado? That, that, that was, was a fucking Christmas tree. Yeah. Hey, totally. I think it was. That was there 25 be, feet tall. I said, Sheldon, there might be something limited there, bud. Yeah. You can check it out there, fella. <laughs> I know. So so anyway, but sitting around knowing that, you know, you usually don't have to practice Christmas, right? So I like the Christmas Eve parties where you, oh, know, yeah. you, you get you get full day of Christmas to just do whatever, whether it's, you know, sit around and snuggle up with your girl or your dog or whatever, uh, open up <laughs> gifts with your kids. Um, but you just know that you got the 25th to chill. That's great. If, if when you're single. Um, so those, those nights on the 24th, it just, it was a green light, you know, flash. although Rudolph had his red and red nose reindeer light going, it was green light for it him. Was flash. He was looking to have a couple of that blue lights. Um, for me, I'm going to go back to my rookie year, Travis Green. Shout out to Greener. Greener was at the time was living up in orange. I think he was living in Tustin. Oh yeah. So he said to the single guys, me, pens and pears, didn't have enough time to go home. Right. Cause I think we played on the 23rd. And then we played on the 27th. So it did make sense. Plus, I didn't have any money then, right? I was just playing, making a league minimum to fly all the way home. So we stayed. So Greener says, come on over, boys. It's all couples, but come on over. We'll, we'll get it going. So we go over there, and, and it's all couples, but us three meatheads, right? And we go down the, 
I felt like a basement, but there's no basements in California, right? So it couldn't have been a basement, right? Now there's basements. Is there a basement? Yeah, Tustin had basements. Okay, so we went down to his basements. Uh, the Crown Royal was flying. And I just remember Greener spent the whole time down there with us that his wife kept yelling up like, Travis, uh, so-and-so just showed, come back up here. So Greener had to go back up, entertain, come back down. So we ended up getting him in shit. Eventually he was like, boys, uh, it's time for you guys to go. So we left Greener's house with a nice glow on. And like you said, it was Christmas Eve. We went right down to the peninsula, right to the shark tank. And you realize that, A, all the girls that are in there are single because it's Christmas Eve and they're out there. Yep. And everyone that's in there probably is away from their family. So it was an unbelievable shaker. Uh, we took it deep that night. And I remember waking up December 25th, like so hung cheese. And I called my mom to wish her a Merry Christmas. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just, you know, sitting by myself on the couch. And she started crying. I'm like, Ma, no, no, it's oh, it's it's good, Mom. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm 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 happy. Like I don't think I'm like sitting here like lonely. I'm in the NHL. I'm hungover. I had a good night. Um, but yeah, I always look forward to the Christmas break. And as yeah. my career went on, Uppy, and I, I said this to you before, I'm missing curfew. Like, I get it. NBA, NFL, they play on Christmas Day. We don't in the NHL. I, I'd like to see a couple more days for guys. I I think it's important to get home and see your family at Christmas time because it is such a long season. So. Uh, anytime I had a chance to go home, I went home and enjoyed those three days. Yeah, how many times was that? I I literally in my whole entire career, I got to go home one time for Christmas. Oh wow! You know, I didn't play anywhere close to my my hometown. Yeah, I, I'm from you know Fort McMurray. Yeah. Um, one year back when I was in Milwaukee, I broke my thumb and I had a cast on from here to here, and you know that and that just proves how long ago this was. Um, and I just I, I remember just the opportunity to go back, you know, at the time, my mom and dad, uh, they were transitioning from one house to another. And, you know, we didn't have a, a, a huge house and it was just me and my brother. And, um, I remember my mom getting like vividly upset. You just said your mom crying, like, right. But my mom was there and, yeah, you know, she, she's there watching me and my brother just get probably lit up. Right. We're drinking with my dad and my mom was kind of going through something, I think at the time. And she, she starts crying and we're like, what's going on? She's like, I want grandkids, you know? We're like, whoa. <laughs> I'm looking at Brent. I'm like, yeah, this is on you, bud. I'm, you know, I, yeah, yeah, I'm playing the national. I got this career going right now. There's no chance I'm I'm having kids. I barely have a girlfriend yeah. at the time, whatever, right? And and so I'm, <laughs> look, I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. We're looking at my dad. And, you know, we're, you know, mom, we love you. You know, you're eventually, you're going to get some grandkids. Well, by the next Christmas, my mom had three granddaughters. Wow. Putting that in context, my brother, Ended up having a baby with his girlfriend, Shannon yeah. Avery, who's my sweet little niece. She's now, you know, she's now 10, turning 11. And um, Brent, you know, Shannon had two older daughters, Emma and Grace. So just and like so, that. Just like that, St. Nick brought my mom. Yeah. Three, There's your Christmas wish. Three granddaughters. It's funny you say that. When my sister got married, I said, you know, that when you, you're having kids quickly, right? She said, yeah, I said, good. Because my, my mom and dad needed it. And I was like, you, I'm like, well, yeah. I'm still 40, I don't have any. Um, but how about the first time you came home? Uh, to answer your question, I got home a lot. My two years in Vancouver, I got home. Oh, Nashville, nice. I went home. That's I got home a lot. Lucky. Um, but how about the first time you came back home for Christmas when you played junior? <laughs> oh my God, did we get banged up? I hadn't seen my high school buddies in forever. Yeah. You come back, you're the kid playing in the OHL, the WHL for your, and, and I think we had like a, uh, I think the OHL, you get a bigger break because of the world juniors and everything. I was home for like four or five days. It was just a full-on bender. Uh, I'll never forget that feeling of coming home and being proud that I played in the OHL, but so happy to see my boys because I hadn't seen them in, in months, right? So that, that's what I think of Christmas. I think of 
coming home from shooting for the yeah. first time. But yeah, no, it's great. And Christmas time now. I mean, for anyone that has kids, it's like it, it's a whole entire uh, di- different holiday when when you wake up with kids. Yeah, it's amazing. Very, it's a blessing. Yeah. I asked my boy, my nephew Smith, what do you want for Christmas? He said, uh, hot dogs. Yeah. Last year he said Eggos. So Smitty's, <laughs> Smitty's easy to, he's easy to shop for that guy. So, but, so Izzy, so on that topic, Izzy's, this is hilarious. The, the random things that come out of their mouths, right? So, um, we're like, Izzy, what do you want for Christmas? Or if, if you come over and ask her, she goes, a new bedroom set. And we're like, okay. And she goes, no, but with, with a slide. Restoration hardware. Yeah. With a slide, a ball pit and like a fire pole. And you're like did you just randomly make that up? She, you know, and she's like, yeah. Oh, oh, and a bunny, but a real one. And I'm like, well, daddy's allergic to bunnies. So we're not, you know, there's no bunnies coming in. <laughs> Sorry, is he no bunny for you? Yeah. And Ruby, you know, my dog will probably eat the bunny. Sounds like a hell of a bedroom she wants to have there though. She wants, it's uh, she, she wants to bring in like the, you know, Newport beach playground right into her. Yeah. Right, right into, right her into bedroom. bedroom. Yeah. But yeah, shout out to Greener, man. That that party my rookie year, I'll never forget. He, we we got over the doghouse with his with his wife. But uh Craiger, thanks for the question, my man. Appreciate it. And if I'm ever in Southern Ontario, I don't know how I'm gonna find you, maybe your Instagram, but I'll take you up on those cocktails. Max, what do we got? Up dog, old fella. Merry Christmas, boys. Uh Kate calling in from Mournville, Alberta. Uh up dog might know. Where whereabouts that is? It's about thirty minutes west of uh, Loops's stomping grounds. Good old Fort Sass. Um, question for Updog: Twenty third of December. It's kind of your Christmas with the boys, you know. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, typically spent with the family. At least that's what it's like for me. The twenty third is when you might get a little buck wild with the fellas. Go to the bar, get a little ripped up. Uh, my dad actually had a cup of coffee in the dub before he played most of his junior career in Fort Mac for the mop. So I got a question for Updog. Where are you going on a night out with the fellas? All the fellas are back together in, on the 23rd. Where are you ripping it up in, in, in the fort? Are you going? My dad made a comment to fort. me about Lion's Head. I think it was an old Peeler's Bar. Wow. Uh, he also mentioned Truckers. I'm not sure if that was her era. <laughs> but where are you going if you have one night with the fellas? That's my question. And then I'll end it off with RIP Jimmy Scoops. Rest in peace, Broadway. And Obes, I love you, fella. You're my fucking spirit animal. But let's retire the flat rim snapback on the course. You're a guy that talks about style all the time. Either find a new lid or go no lid at home. Solid a fella here. All love. Love you, boys. What a good guy. Ah, great guy. Doesn't like the flat rim. Morinville. Where the fuck is more by by Fort Scott? Fort, Fort Scott. Uh, yeah, it's just northwest of Fort Sass. And north and and Fort Sass is is northeast of of Edmonton. So just, she's a little, if, if you fucking, you know, if you don't fart and look both ways, you, you miss the town as, you, as you're driving by. Listen, what was his name? I got to find the name. So. Great, good guy. Great guy. Let Great me, call. I would answer. Listen, you I'm going to just, you no, you're going to go. Flat I'm just going to say, yeah, listen, but the flat brim's national league. I don't care what he says. He's you just, like the, yeah, he's a flat brim you guy. Ever touch, if I ever play golf with you, you try to curve my hat, I'll, I'll, I'll knock you <laughs> on the first tee, buddy. But hey, listen. I appreciate the criticism, my man. How to be in um, Chris's spirit. Alyssa, the flat rim's not going anywhere. What if you like a beanie on the like a, like a little like a tube? <laughs> yeah, they call it. I'm sweating out there. <laughs> I don't need a beanie. But hey, I appreciate the criticism, fellow. Thanks for listening. Up dog, go ahead. Take it. So a- so the mob, McMurray Oil Barons. Yeah. You I mean, you knew that. I knew that. So you know what? I'm getting back there. And I have been back there. And not too often for Christmas, but uh one of my favorite pubs, Patty McSwiggins. 
Patty McSwiggins. <laughs> it was Patty's. Patty McSwiggins. Good live band in there. It's oh, where all my boys, we'd fucking have all the tables. Two pool tables. Me and my boy Sheeves would just clean up everyone. Um, good, so good, good, like when you walk in, good square bar. So you had on the right was the tunes. On good the left, flow. On the left was where you just got in the mix. Fireplace in the back. Good spot. Now, if you wanted to go to, to the strip club, it was Showgirls. And I think what he's talking about, if his old man is 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 heading up those spots back in the day, I think it was called Checkers. Did he say Checkers? He said Truckers. Yeah, I think it was called Checkers. Checkers. What was the strip club he called it? He didn't call it Showgirls. He called right. it Checkers. Truckers. 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 Uh, but there was another, the Nomad, he said. The Nomad Inn. I mean, this is This, this is, is going, going back. This is, for these Fort Mac folks, listen, this down Franklin Ave. This is, back in the day, this is like, is this greasy Fort Mac? Greasy. Is this greasy Fort Mac? Greasy Fort Mac, yeah. What was the first bar you ever went into in Fort Mac? Um, it was probably the the strip club. Yeah. The casino and strip club. We used to go I in there. a casino there. Yeah. Yeah. You used to go all the way there with the 20 bucks with my boys after hockey, like fake IDs, and just go in and try to make that into 100. How'd that, how'd that work? Yeah, we, you know. See, I, I just love playing cards so much. I would literally put my reputation on the line to go in there and, and gamble underage. I would have taken that twenty bucks right to that strip club and got lap dance. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have gambled it. I was. Like, <laughs> I'll take this twenty. What, what does this get me? Two songs. I'll. I'll take that. I'll take that right now. Um, but you know, bars, bars in Fort Mac. I mean, Patty's was one. Do you remember the first Cowboys? Time? So Cowboys. Did, were you there when I? Oh no, it, this was before I met you. But yeah, I, my golf tournament years ago. I. You know, invite Heatley and Getzloff and Fiddler and Toots and Loops, and we all go up there. We're at Earl's. And actually, Earl's was probably the first you can consider it a bar because the half side was the lounge, right? Yeah. So we'd go in the lounge for, for Wing Wednesday, and, you know, you get the half. <laughs> Chicken Wing Wednesday, eh? Give me a half pound a mile, bud. And, uh, no, so, anyways, I, I we leave Earl's. We walk across. This is one of my first golf tournaments with Chris Phillips, and we walk across the, pa- the parking lot into Cowboys. And, as we're walking in, I'm like, hey, guys, like, I can't guarantee you, like, it's going to be, you know, safe in here. Or who knows? Like, we're 10 guys from out of town showing up in here. Like, I'm the hometown kid, but it gets a little rough. Like, you might get a tilt. Yeah, it might be a tilt. Yeah, guys. Are As I'm part. saying this, like, giving the boys a heads up, doors open, out walks, like, oh, out runs about 15 guys, and it's full Royal Rumble, like, six on six. Guy pulls up in a truck, pulls out a two by four, starts swinging it around. Another guy, cops all show up, and I'm like, I'm kind of like, all right, guys, now's the time to just go in there because all the girls are still in there. These guys are all out beating We're like, each other oh, up. You still the heads are gone. See, this is yeah, perfect. Yeah, I end up being a great night. I just remember Getsy always tripping about the about the plane you sent for him. I know he says it's a he says it was a float plane. I said, buddy, you can't land this thing on water. Yeah, it's got some props. It's getting us there. Uh, hey, you know what? He's, he's right about the 23rd. The 23rd is that's the night. The night. That's the night. That's so anytime night. I could get back, and when I was playing the show, and I could, it didn't, the odd time I got the 23rd, usually I was flying in on the 23rd, but we'd go to Kelly's home like in 23rd, nice. and then I'd take my dad over there on the 24th during the day before we went to church, go over, have a couple, Peter getting shit from my mom, come back half tuned up. Um, but yeah, man, the twenty third is the night you get your boys together and get after it. All right, yeah, it's a good day. I mean, Christmas, boys. It's our Christmas time. Patty or Patty O'Goolhands, Patty McSwiggins, Patty McSwiggins. Yeah, Patty, that's a, that's a sick name for a bar. Uh, great call, buddy. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time to call in here, at the fellas.
fella, we got to talk about Jagermeister. No chirping, no running its mouth. Let's just talk about the confidence on these guys. Our friends at Jagermeister sent us this ad read to read on the show, fella. But they're confident that they said, don't do any of that normal ad stuff. Tell the listeners two things. Jagermeister's great, and everyone's been drinking it wrong. Well, if that's the case, how the hell do you think we should be drinking it? Up dog, that's a great question. Ice cold, fella. At zero degrees Fahrenheit, to be exact. Ice cold shots of Jagermeister. That's it, my man. That's all they want to tell you. Damn, that's cold. Just remember to check out Jagermeister at www.draftkingsxjagermeister.com. Drink responsibly. Jagermeister liqueur, 35% alcohol by volume, imported by Mast Jagermeister US, White Plains, New York. Here, I got a question. This is, I know the updog's going to like this one here. This is from Valley, Valley Wander. Uh, what was it like for the updog to represent the country of Canada over at the Christmas Spangler Cup? And who had the best piano bar in Davos? Ooh, Davos. Okay, listen. Uh, I was on my farewell tour. You know this. Yeah. Uh, I, I just knocked up my girl. So we're having, a, <laughs> we're having a baby, right? Pretty, pretty, you know, life-changing moment. I bet. And uh, at the time, I, I had a pretty banged up knee. Like, I went over there after my knee surgery. I played. And about a month before the Spangler Cup, I wasn't playing. Like, my knee was pretty banged up. And I'm talking to, to uh, Sean Burke, and he's the GM. And I'm like, listen. I don't care what it, I, I am on your team. Like, I'm I, on your fucking I team. I am on your fucking team. <laughs> I told him like, I'm going to do whatever I can. I'm not, I'm not going to rush this back, but I might show up to this, you know, tournament, not playing any games, but I'm going to play. And he's like, you know, just keep me posted. We talk. And, and so leading up to the tournament, I hadn't played a game and I went into the thing. I remember practicing first being like, okay, yeah, she's good. I taped this thing up, buddy. I'm out there with the brace and I just go buck diddy. And, and it was, for me, it was, uh, it was unbelievable. So it was something that you knew, Shane, you know, Obes sitting across from me that I always wanted to go to the Spangy Cup. Yeah. Like it was, so did I. you know, it was like just a good way to finish. Yeah. It. And I, I tell every NHLer out there right now, have you ever had a chance to represent your country? You know how much it means to put the jersey on. Have you not? This should be your goal when you're done playing the NHL. Just go play for Team Canada at the Spangler. So, Went over there. I had Christina, who had actually never watched me play a game of hockey. Yeah, we started dating after I'd been retired. Her sister, Nancy. Um, I had a great team of guys. You know, old Windbag was on our team. Dan Wynn. Yeah, Versteeg. Versteeg, Eric Fair. Um, we just had a good bunch of guys. And I love my time in Switzerland. But, you know, Davos, beautiful place, man. Little ski town. Did you drive it to Zamboni? I took the Zamboni. When we won that, when we won that, they gave us our gold medals. I I was the last guy to come out of the room. They're like, fuck it, I'm taking the Zamboni. And uh coming out, the Zamboni guy was kind of blocking the road. And I said, Hey, he looks at me, I go, Look, we just won this thing. I have my jersey, and I'm like, You mind if I get up there and take that for a spin? He's the guy looks at me, he's like, Sure. I get up there, I just take it all around the parking lot, up on the street. That's hilarious. Great. But the town is the town's beautiful, and as far as pubs and the bars, town is back that way. Excuse my friend here; he's a little <laughs> he's slow. a little slow. Um, the town gets drunk every night. Yeah, we would like as a team or just no, we not like not like super pin, but no, we, no, 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 we no. sat around, we drank wine, the families enjoyed it. the yeah. The hotel we had was 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 awesome, a great little bar, you know. And in that bar, you go have a beer with Koff, you know, Paul Koff is our coach, and you, you knew where to find him. Yeah. Um, 
and you know just 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 a good bunch of guys great family donor was there with his kids um you know first class to the max and what a way to celebrate christmas morning watching kids be happy then go and watch hockey game and then we celebrate new year's with a championship it's awesome does it start on christmas day yeah i think it does oops and it's only a it's it's literally a six-day tournament you play, you know, two yeah. round robin games, and then you play maybe one or two more. I just remember my my dad. I was home for Christmas, and my dad's like, "Yeah, I want to fi- fire on the World Junior game." And they're playing like, I don't know, Denmark or something. I'm like, "No, no, no, no." Typically, we would pitter, but Upshaw's playing the Spengler Cup. We got, we got, we got to fire this on. I, I guarantee he's going to do something fucking. And sure and shit, your first couple of shifts, you like ran the goalie at one time, and the next time you come out and you got like. Your own stick. No, it's the other guy. Was it the other, other yeah, guy? Yeah, I got high stuff. If you could find this through the guy's visor, and I'm like sitting there with my old man being like, I go to Lupul. I go, if you're not watching the Spanger Club, flip it on. <laughs> because this is must see TV. This upshaw is going around here, Buck Diddy. Yeah. But the one thing about the Spangler, and, and I wasn't lucky enough to play it, and I get it's an invitational, and, but I would like to see, like, why don't they just do it like each country over there from each pro league? So instead of inviting a team from each league, like bring the best Finnish guys, bring the best Swedish guys. I don't know. I would like to see it. I know it's never going to happen because it is an invitational, but I think it would be a more competitive tournament if you brought, okay, so the Swedish league, German league, Swiss league, you bring your national team and play Canada. I know well, that's never going to happen. So the world champ, you're basically turning it into a Christmas world championship. Just a, just a little mini, just a little mini yeah. European Best on best, represent your country. The only problem with that is the host city Davos. Yeah, they would get waxed, and so they play. Well, they would have. They would be Switzerland. So they. Uh, that, you see what I'm saying? I, yeah. I, I'm just spitballing yeah, here. So, no, no, no. So and you're, and you're right. So, so it is invitational only. The only reason, um, you know, Canada has, uh, you know, the TV rights to the deal, and they spend a lot of money for. Yeah. To the, so, so they get their team in every year, and then you know, my my team and shout out. Omri Piotta, you guys are absolute legends. You got your new rink now. You won the Spangler Cup, I think, last year. This team been around forever. I had the best time there. They they are going back again this year. And uh, you know who is Peter Mueller's playing for them. Remember Mules? I played. They against, just, I played against just, Mules. He was in Redburg Salz, Red uh, Red Bull Salzburg. That's right. So he's still playing because I just seen him. He got picked up. Go over there, score some goals for the boys. They get great fans. He actually, you know what? It was Game Five and. Uh, series is 2-2, and we're on the road, and we're up 3-2 kind of late in the game. And I played with Mules in Colorado. Yeah. So he knew my game, and I'm sure I made this play a million times where I kind of went back and did a little one of these, right, like a little behind my backer. So I went back, and I didn't know, and he fucking picked it off to their back. <laughs> Tied it up 3-3, we lost in overtime. And uh, after the series, I'm like, you cocksucker or whatever. He's like, oh, was, I knew it was coming. I, I, I knew you were going to reverse that there, but um, – and I'm just saying this, like I get what you're saying about the World Championship, but I feel like when the World Championship comes on, A, it's the Stanley Cup playoffs. So yeah, people don't really want to watch it. And B, you could showcase, like the one thing I realized about going over to Europe is how many good players are over there that have never come over here, that have yeah. played in the Finnish League, that have played in the Swiss League. It, it, it's an opportunity to showcase how good these guys are over there without any NHL guys. I, I just think it would be... It's, it's never going to happen, but what I, I think it would be a really cool tournament if they ever did it that way. Well, well you just touch on it. Well, what if around Christmas there was this mini world championship where it could be this feeder to like these NHL clubs who, A, suck, like the San Jose Sharks, or you know they, they get a chance to watch their younger players 
who stayed in the national programs in either Finland or Sweden or, you know, and, and give them more of a, a platform and more of like a, you know, a, a spot under the lights right yeah. now to, to play because, you know, how hard is it to go scout your guys? Like you're listening to your Euro scouts and you no, know, this kid's ready or he's not, but let's size him up against the best and the best. Yeah. And then let's, let's pick those guys who are these late bloomers who are having incredible years to come and finish the year off of the NHL. It kind of gives you like a, you know, a different view. on it. And I just think anytime you can get and represent countries in hockey, I, I don't think we do it enough. I feel like, you know, soccer, they have friendlies all the time. Baseball, they only have the World Baseball Classic. But I just think, like I said, there's so many good players over there from, from these countries like Finland and Sweden and Switzerland that, that never come over here, that can't play over here, but are really good players and are very prideful people about their country. I would love the opportunity to showcase their national team in a cool little Spangler Cup setting at Christmas time. Nobody's working. Everyone's watching it. Yeah, I think it would, I think it would be good for the for the growth of the game and to show how good these pro leagues are over there. Yeah, I was gonna say it makes people think. You know, you you always run into these guys who're like, yeah, you know, I could have played in the NHL. Totally, I got hurt or I had a agent coach. fucked me. Yeah, agent fucked me. <laughs> when you go overseas and you play against some of these players and you realize that they aren't in the NHL and they have a ways to go, and and but you see what they do, and you see how hard they play, and you see how strong they are. Yeah. And the way they think the game, hockey is a fucking incredible sport. It's a, and it is hard to make the NHL. That's what I, yeah. And then that's kind of where I'm going with it. Like, there are so many good players over there. Like, when I went over there, I was, you know, I went halfway through the year. I wasn't in shape and this and that. But I thought, how good can these guys be? And then you get to Finland, you're like, these guys are legit, legit pro guys that, that take it very seriously, that don't make money like we do in the NHL, but are good, good players. And that's what I thought. I'm like, a, how hard it is to make the NHL, and B, how many good hockey players there are worldwide on the other side of the pond. And the Spanger Cup shows that a little bit. Yeah. But I just thought, like, if you got the national programs together for that little tournament, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, good luck to Team Canada. Bruce Boudreaux, head coach. Oh, yeah, Brucey, baby. Brucey, good luck. Go get him. Awesome. Enjoy your time. Um, Maxi, we got a call? We got another call here. What up, fellas? This is Snail from Seattle out here in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> uh, my buddy at Mr. Shit, a.k.a. Randall Too Much. Uh, we talk about beer all the time, so it got me wondering, back in your youth, uh, what twig, uh, curve, make, and model were you asking Santa to put under that Christmas tree? Happy holidays, guys. Hope it's a good one. Listen to Snail. That, that's not a nickname you want for a hockey player, eh? Snail. You're slow as a snail, eh? <laughs> I don't know. When I, when I thought that, I was like a tough tough nickname as a hockey player. But thank you for the call, buddy. Seattle. Still haven't been up to a Krakens game yet. Up dogs cracking. Listen, for me, it was gloves. Gloves. And Princey, if you could pull up the old Bauer Technoflex gloves that they would wear in the OHL. I don't know if they wore them in the dub back in your day. Always wanted those for Christmas. I think they were Cooper Technoflex, actually, before Bauer. My stick. Listen, my old man was giving me whatever twig. It was probably the, you know whatever one I could get, Titan or something like that. But for me, up dog, it was always gloves. Every Christmas, I couldn't wait to get down there and get them on. And my parents, God bless them, every year, brand new pair of gloves. Uh, this is bringing me back, man. I almost shed a tear in my eye here thinking <laughs> about this. But Might be the blue light, eh? Yeah. Yeah, or, 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 the, lack, emotional max, hey? or the lack of sleep last night. Um, I vividly remember, and I love my parents so much. They they, they were great very, very generous when we were kids, me and my brother Brento. Every year coming down, man, to either a brand new, like built up net, like right in the tree, like you know, like it was just boom, 
you know, you come down and you see a hockey net. Awesome. Or you see ro new road warrior pads, like the road warrior pads for you people back there, our, our age, like those pads, man, when they first figured out like how to put the things on the, so you knew which pads to put yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and blocker glove and like we immediately like call my boy TJ and Darren Warner, Chris Berry. We're like, let's go, let's go fucking hit yeah. the ice. Minus immediately. 30 outside. Hey, like, let's go play. Yeah. Immediately. Like that's how crazy Canadians are. That's how crazy we are up there. As, 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 as soon as you get your new hockey shit, you're like, for, forget the rest of the gifts. I'm going to play outdoor hockey with the boys. Right. Yeah. Um, but Princey, this is going to be way too old for you to even find. All oh, Princey. But there was a Christian hockey stick back in the day. This is probably, I, I, I'm maybe 12. And this thing had a boomerang on it like this. So it was like, it was the first ever, I know I was younger than 12. I, I remember this, but it was Christian and it had a huge stick. And I think Brett Hall used to use Christian back in the day, but this thing was, I remember showing up and you know, my game just to hit another level. I could raise the puck with a slap shot. I could, um, like I got a chance. I could go bar down, but this stick, I mean, if you find a photo of this or if anyone, I got a if couple anyone out there, there listening is like one of those guys that collects all this old shit and you kept your stuff and you have one of these Christian old school hockey sticks. Is it like that wood one? It's a wood one. The fucking rights. It's a wood one. I can't see that far, but yeah, yeah. It, it, it was like red and white and it had like, you know, on the blade, it had the stitching. Right here, I got it. Does it have the stitching on the blade? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, well, we know what to get Obi for Christmas. New iPad. Is it that one? It is. Uh, that's it. Man. Yeah. Look at the Christian. Yeah. Walmart. You can get it at Walmart. <laughs> well, well, look, at the, look at the blade. That's yeah, that's, the blade. The that's what I'm talking about. The stitching in there. Yeah. Now, I mean, this is, if you can find this on Walmart right now, it's. So that, that was the first stick. You're like, this is, this is, this, this is, is a weapon. Badass. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it was white. Man, the Christian, what, what a good name for a hockey stick. Yeah. They don't, I didn't even think they made sticks anymore. No, they did. Well, they sure, you can buy them at Walmart. It's gotta be like a, like a kid's stick or something. Totally. But no, I remember, man, when that thing showed up, it was full on. Um, and that was at the time where Christmas was, you know, the, the, obviously Christmas was my favorite time of year, but you used to just, you would gear up with either a new set of skates or some new shin pads, new gloves, like you just said, yeah. or a new stick. And, and that's like, yeah, it was, that, it was like Santa was the best thing ever. Yeah. And you always do that. You had a holiday tournament coming up, right? So you get the gloves and then we always had a tournament with Quinny or Central and uh, break in the new gloves and play the holiday tournament. But there was one gift I was always allowed to open on, on Christmas Eve. Uh, I would get it from Gail Craig, Rock'em Sock'em Hockey. Yeah. And I'd watch it Christmas Eve night before I went to bed. Yep. Um, so that was a staple for me, the old Rock'em yep. Sock'em. I always used to know which which one was the Rock'em Sock'em and then which gift was the Big Shiny Tunes CD. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the Big Shiny Tunes CD, I mean, that thing came out every year and it was just banger after banger. You'd put that on when you go play on the outdoor rink. Big time. Yeah. A little ghetto. I always love Rock'em Sock'em. He's like, okay, for you folks that don't like it, this is tea time. We're going to give you time to leave. All right, that's long <laughs> enough. Here we go. Probert versus Cox. <laughs> give him like three seconds. Okay, that's long <laughs> enough. Probert versus Cox. Here we go. I mean, how much fun did Don Cherry have filming all these? Oh, my God. Like, it's like us. Like, imagine us right now, like finding Princey put all these clips together of the year's best shit. 
Oh. And then you and I are going to go in and just voice over it like Don Cherry and just. I remember there was the one, there's a, there's a rat running down the ice on, in Boston Garden. He goes, Oh, here's Kenny Lisbon on a breakaway. <laughs> just joking, Kenny. <laughs> And he goes that shit. Yeah, he goes. Oh, here's Chris Nyland. He's trying to he's trying to show him how to put your jersey in. You put one arm in the first, and then the other one. Look at those knuckles. You don't get knuckles like that from playing the piano. <laughs> I mean, who helped him write? That's yeah. a great question. Who? I wonder who helped him because it was fucking. Who cool. helped write the Christmas Brockham Sockums? Uh, that's a great. I would love to have. And Don's getting old now. I would love, I think actually, shout out to Bruce Bolton helped me with his, he actually does, so he doesn't have a cell phone. He doesn't So I called him. Bruce Bolton gave me his number. Yeah. And I called him, and, and God, man, it was his answer machine. And it's like, you've reached Don Sherry. When you hear the beep, leave a message. I was like, <laughs> I think I called back again just to hear it again. I was That's... like, holy fuck. And I think I left a message in, and he never got back to me. But uh, yeah, Don Sherry's voice machine. Yeah. Answer machine, voice machine. I know it. Let's go. <laughs> Oh, that's all. It's He's like, leave uh, a message. Let's go. Here comes Kelly Rudy. Look at the blue Siobhan hanging from his helmet. <laughs> it really ties in well with the LA colors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up dog. That's fucking great stuff. Up dog, my man. The bat blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know, like playoff hockey or barbecuing with your boys, teeing it up, going to music festivals. Everything is better with Labatt Blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA in Buffalo, New York. I'm going to read this one, fella. What was the best Christmas gift you ever received from a teammate? And what is the best gift you've given a teammate? I can't remember, but I do remember the Secret Santas. Right, because you know you're gonna get a guy, and the teams that I was on, it's it's a blind draw, right? Mm -hmm. But then, like for example, if I I go, who's got up? Who's got uppy? Who's got uppy? I give, I want uppy, right? I would go around to what guy I wanted, right? And some guys wouldn't do it, but other guys would make a trade. Like who do you got? And 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 for me, guys had so much material on me, right? Like typically, it was probably gonna be something to do with not being the slimmest guy, right? Something to do with being a little chunky or drinking too much or, or, or something, right? So I, I knew I was getting it, but I remember some of those secret Santas where the, the the gifts were just so ruthless. But that was the one time where, you know, teammates couldn't get mad and you could z send a little zinger at them. Uh, so I always enjoyed the secret Santas and trying to get, you know, I, I want Upshaw or, or give me Lupo. I got a perfect one for him or, or a guy that you know you couldn't roast. Like a guy that's just like too sensitive to roast him in a, in a, in a normal environment. You're like, I'll take... Who so and so? Because I know I can bury him right here. Yeah, but th I don't remember what gifts they were. But I always love the Secret Santas. So I, I vividly remember this is just so unbelievable. But um, in St. Louis, might have been my first year. We're doing Secret Santa. We're at one of the guys' houses. All the teams, all the wives, we're all lit up. <laughs> I bring in the best gift of all time. It's a vibrator. <laughs> it's the magic wand vibrator. Okay. And these, how do I know who's going there, Max? All these guys are like, soon as it, soon as it opens, every wife's eyes go like this. Oh, yeah. What's that? Everyone, everyone around knows. That'll, that'll help with the road trips. You know what else I brought though? I brought an extension cord too. So I had the extension cord and the magic wand because the magic wand, it, it's a massager, a personal massager. 
a very powerful one. It's got to plug in the wall. It's like a goddamn power tool. I love but it, it doesn't reach cord. the bed without the extension cord. So I therefore brought both. Now this thing, you know, you know, you you can either pick someone else's, yeah, or you can go grab a new new one, new one, yeah. Oh, okay. Everyone that had a wife went and grabbed that, and then they, they then the person who had to give that up goes and collects another one. And I mean, this went on for Fuck, my now, gift, dude. Now that you mention it, my gift went around ten times. Now that you mention it, I got somebody, and I, I, I didn't bring in the magic wand, but I got them a vibrator too. Yeah. And and I can't remember, it was, what team was it? But yeah, I, I got them a vibrator, and I was like, hey, thank you. You're welcome for that. Totally. We're, we're on this the road. Is, You're welcome. I mean, it was a great gift. Like, what, what do you want? You want like a you know, DVD or a box of chocolates? No, no. I want the magic wand. <laughs> it's like, what? What are we talking about here? Hey, listen, you want the magic wand. For those long road trips, you want the magic mm-hmm. wand. Oh, it's man. like picture for those of you who do don't know it. I'm sure most of well, you guys sure. are going to be Googling it now. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of our fellows that listen to it. But it's like one. before the Theragun came out, <laughs> it was this just, but like it was, it was Japanese made and the head on it. I mean, it vibrates was heads. <laughs> hey, uh, unfortunately this is going to come out after Christmas, but if you're looking for a late minute Christmas <laughs> gift, get the magic wand, keep your wife happy over the holidays. Um, uh, Oh, you're beauty ups. That's great stuff. Uh, Max, I'm going to read one more here, then we'll go to a call. Okay. Because this one's right up our alley. Uh, is eggnog the drink of choice for the fellows over X- over Xmas? If not, what's your go-to drink? Rest in peace, Irish brother, Broadway, Jimmy Scoops, Hayes. That was from yeah. Brandon Heller. Thanks for the shout-up. Yeah, Halsey. Besides a good blue light, listen, my drink, I always go right to the LCBO when I get home. We call him back home. We call him a 60-pounder, 60 ounces. Got a handle on it. Crown Royal. <laughs> Crown Royal. And since I've been getting a little longer in the tooth, I can't do it. But I, I used to drink a 60-banger on Christmas Eve. <laughs> I would start <laughs> I would start drinking that. I was using a little hung cheese from the 23rd like we talked about. So I get going. I have lunch. And about, about 4 o'clock, right? <laughs> hey, a couple more from four to four you put back a 60 pounder right so my mom we used to go to we used to go to mass at six o'clock yeah so i get a few before mass well the one year mom says she wants to go to midnight mass <laughs> i said are you sure about that are you sure about that ma so we have people over the house and i have just i'm fucking bopped <laughs> my 60 bag is three quarters done she's like okay time to go to church somewhere <laughs> Ah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm at church. I'm just buckled. I'm in those like second. I'm in the NHL too. So people are like, oh, yeah, I'm like, I had like, why well, most trying like, what is wrong with this guy? Um, crowded cokes, and then maybe a little crowded gingy, mix it up. But I would, yeah. I would try to take down a sixty pounder. Not anymore. I I can't do it because, well, because I got nephews now, and you know this as kids, and my the disappointment on my mom's face when I would wake up Christmas morning hung. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm not perfect, but, but when but, I was 25 to to 30, yeah, you were 60 fine. pounder. So eggnog, I mean, I, I'm I'm actually interested. So eggnog, like I've had eggnog. Well, you put a little whiskey in there or something, and like, can we make like an eggnog float with like ice cream and like maybe some booze? What do you think, Max? So I had the best eggnog drink I've ever had last night. Actually, wow. eggnog and Fireball. Holy shit! It was delicious. So so what's like the Eggnog's like milk, basically. Yeah, kind of like a white eggnog to fireball ratio. What's that? Oh, I think I don't know. I did like a shot and a half of fireball and like a little whiskey glass, like a shot and a half of fireball and some ice and eggnog. 
I like that you you came home from Vegas this week and you got right back on the fireball train. Well, you can't go cold turkey. At yeah, all. I had no plans. I, I I show up at my parents' house. We had some family friends over. My mom oh, just hands nice. me a glass. I was like, Mom, I'm. <laughs> She's okay, like, Okay, so we're gonna it. we're gonna Google. I, you pull it up. You Google some eggnog drinks. I got it right here. Yeah. What, what the hell's in eggnog? I'm looking up here. I absolutely love eggnog. This is what this guy says. Uh, sorry, opposite does. And, and well, what a time though. Maybe like so. Bailey's Bailey's a great drink, right? I, 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 I'm throwing at least my ratio for coffee to Bailey's is like half and half. Oh, eggnog is traditionally made with eggs, egg yolk, sugar, stay light, milk, heavy cream, and vanilla. <laughs> uh, and then you put a little oh, spiked with a little brandy, yeah. rum, or other liqueur. Yeah, liquor, liqueur. I wanted to say liqueur. Yeah, that's okay. So you fucking put a shot of rum in there. You put a little Bailey's in there. Yeah, I think it's like a good after dinner dessert drink where you you fire like some vanilla ice cream, maybe blend it in the in the blender. I'll tell you what. Look at that eggnog there. I think you can go with that. Cinnamon, cinnamon, the cinnamon sticks in it. The cinnamon around the the, the rim. I think that's what you make yourself. It's yeah, a I'm good gonna, sweet drink. I'm gonna I'm gonna get some of that today because I'm I'm gonna host Christmas here and you know with the family. I'm gonna. I know what you're going to drink. Know. You're going to drink a fucking shit ton of red wine on Christmas Yeah, Christ that's true. Wait until you get... Uh, I got you a gift just as a joke, but... Um, I know I, I... When I, you open it... I, I should have brought it in. It has to do... I got to just give you a tip. It has to do with fellow tours and red wine. And when you open it, you, you get a... I just... I saw it at the Big Canyon Grill, uh, Big Canyon Pro Shop, and I'm like, that's, this thing's unbelievable. I'm like, get me one of these for Upshaw. I'll leave it at that. So when you open it, it has to do with because I'm always giving you a hard time about you know drinking red wine. Yeah, yeah. But this is going to help. Uh, this is going to help with your fellow tour red wine enjoyment. Let's just leave it at that. But so I'm going to have to bring some fellow tour or yeah, I yeah. When you open it, you'll see. But uh, you're, you're going to get the red wine in you for sure. Then you'll have an old fashioned probably. Do you drink on Christmas Day? Yeah. Do I drink on Christmas Day? <laughs> Are you nuts? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I drink every day. I think. Uh, I, I, uh, it's kind of bad. It's, <laughs> it's not perfect. Wait, bad. fuck! We turn into a therapy session here. Don't beat yourself. Don't beat yourself no, like, up on it. It's just one glass of wine, and then you know, then another, um, and then why leave half the bottle sitting there? Because no, but listen, I get it because, you know, Mac Miller's not a big wine drinker, but like. When when you have, when your girl and you you know when you're with you're, you're always with your girl you're always doing like yeah and you're drinking red wine like for me when I'm sitting at home by myself like I don't really drink anymore now I used to drink red wine every night by myself at home I don't know I just don't do it but I could see with you like oh you're making dinner you have a glass of wine now the other two bottles you take down later <laughs> than I, that's on you but I mean I can see how you can no, there's never well, more than one uh, two sometimes <laughs> but no it's it's, it's good so beetle. tasty um. You know what I'm going to have in the morning on Christmas morning is is a Bailey's hot chocolate of some sort. That's what I'm going to wake up to. Nice little Bailey's with a hot chocolate in there. I think that would be incredible. What are you going to cook for breakfast? Um, I'm going to get the Blackstone grill out in the backyard, and I'm going to do like some breakfast tacos. Oh, wow. Um, do you put on the bacon, get some sausage going, then eggs, tacos, little fajitas. Though not the fajitas, but the shells. Yeah, that's nice. That's a good California cuisine. My mom makes this, we're an Irish family, right? She does this thing of like bread, eggs, ham, bread with nice. cheese on top. Oh, a sandwich. It's, no, but it's like a, it's like a, it's, it's baked. Oh, it's like a pie. 
It's like a breakfast. It's like shepherd's breakfast. It's pie. like a breakfast pie. Yeah, sounds great. That's yeah, good. I mean, it doesn't sit great after when you're sitting there watching whatever you're watching. Christmas Vacation. So you got a movie uh, that you put on every year? Or Always Christmas Vacation. Um, sneaky good Christmas movie. Uh, Fred Claus with Vince Vaughn. One of my favorites. Down right now. Fred, Fred Claus. Claus. Fred Claus. Four Christmases. Also a Vince Vaughn. Great one. Four Christmases. Four Christmases. Yeah. And then Christmas Vacation. Shitter's Fall. What about Bad Santa? Great movie. That's like, great. I, I like Bad Santa. What about- One of uh, the greatest lines in, in uh, Christmas Vacations are like, wow, well, that's a big tree. Where are you going to put it? He's like, bend over and I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> bend over and I'll show you. What about- um, Bad Santa's great. What about like- um, like a, like an old school Christmas movie that um, that makes you like think of like when you're a kid, like not Home Alone because that's a that's a standard one. But Santa like, Claus, Tim Allen. What about the to- what about the the toys? Is it is it oh, a Christmas uh, story? Yeah, with the yeah. fucking little mouse that drives around in the car. Oh, what's that called? <laughs> not the house. No, Stuart little. I mean, when I was little, it was probably way younger than you. Christmas. It was. I never was a really big Christmas story guy. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's the Christmas story. It's like, it was kind of like where the toys came alive a little bit, but it was like so old school that, no? I'm drawing a blank. Yeah. But when we grew up, it was Home Alone. Yeah. And then Tim Allen came across with the Santa Claus. I love the Santa Claus. Santa Claus 1 and 2 are, are totally really good. Flicks, yeah. And Home Alone's great. Home Alone's great. Tried to watch that with Izzy the other day. The first like 10 minutes of it is kind of ruthless. Not, like it's, not it's kid friendly? Not kid friendly the first 10 minutes. Earmuffs. Yeah, like it's just a lot of like, you know, and, 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 and let's just say back in the day, people were a little less sensitive to things. Oh, for sure. But it's a very like, you know, if you're sensitive, it's it kind of like, you know, it's a little intense to start off. I love it. Yeah, my, my nephew loves Home Alone. Yeah, Order, he'll great. sit down and watch that. So, uh, hey, Fred Claus. Fred Claus, yeah, yeah, I wrote it down. When you're all tuned up, give that. Give I probably watched it. I, I yeah, forget a lot of the movies I watch. Maxie, let's do one more call here. Happy holidays, fellas. This is Chad from Southwest Florida wow. calling in, wondering what's the worst Christmas present you've ever gotten and maybe the worst Christmas present you've ever given. Also, maybe time to uh, put old Matthew Kachuk on the milk carton just for a little bump. Appreciate y'all. Happy holidays. Jeez, he wants, uh, he wants Matty Kachuk to get a little... Uh... A little gift under the Christmas tree. Maybe What's a couple, couple of on a on a milk carton bump, uh, an eggnog carton. Listen, Chad, I think, I mean, listen, I think, I think Chucky's going to be just fine. I yeah. we talked about this last week or this week on Mr. Curfew. Like he he was so banged up throughout the summer with a broken sternum that he's just getting going here. Uh, I think he's going to be just fine. Their team's playing great. Worst Christmas gift I've ever been given. I don't even know. Probably a book. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what is Probably that? some kind of book. Read Bread, this. Why? Bread maker. Why? Or what, what, what's that in? Um, in the uh, in the old school, he's yeah. like, uh, here to, to to new beginnings. <laughs> he's like, uh, no, I, I, you actually gave me this for for my wedding present. Uh, this mo- this model. No, this exact one. He's like, I, I, I'm I'm sorry, uh, I'm embarrassed. He goes, I, I I hope you like it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um. Yeah, some kind of book that I was been given, or I like books. You know what? I like a good coffee table book. Yeah, great gift. Yeah. Um, and then I would say probably 
you know, clothes that I was given over the time. Like, don't buy me clothes for Christmas. Like, not, I'm not saying I have the best style in the world, but I know what I want. Like, just, you know. But now I say to my mom and dad, listen, get, I send them some Lulu stuff. Yeah. Get me these pants yeah. so my parents know. But I would say probably some kind of book I was given back in the day. I'm like, what am I going to do with this? I probably should have read the fucking thing, but I didn't. Yeah. Can you yeah. remember anything bad about yours? Yeah, just clothes back yeah, in the day. Clothes, tough right? clothes. Tough clothes. Just like, I don't want to wear this. Yeah. Rather just wear my hockey gear around. Yeah, you know what's a good gift always is is, is just underwear. Underwear's a great gift. Never socks. 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 That's, socks. That's all I'm asking for this year is some socks. You know what? My mom does, uh, did you do the stocking stuffers when you were a kid, obviously? Like, yeah. did you have a nice stocking? My, my mom overdid it with the stockings. But always socks, underwear. Um, and you know what she always put in there? Turtles. Turtles. How good are turtles at Christmas time? It's a great dessert. I can't wait to bang down a couple turtles. turtles are, those are good in ice cream. And what are what are turtles? Oh, oh, are turtles not? Are that you anything? Turtles are little chocolates with peanuts, caramel, caramel, and they are shaped like a turtle. Max, I'm gonna. You know what, fella? I'm gonna bring you home. So I'll bring you back some turtles, buddy, and you can taste them in the studio. Okay. I'll bring you back some turtles because old Roxy always gets me too many. And then you know what else is great? M and M's, the red and Good, uh, red green. green ones just take a mitt full when you walk by eh? <laughs> <laughs> every time you come by full paw mitt just full. crush them yeah go to the couch come back another pawful yeah uh dog i thank you to the guys that called in uh, maxi princey thanks for your help fellas we love this at mr curfew up dog love you buddy merry christmas merry happy christmas. new year maxi same to you fellas have a time fellas Fella, we got to talk about Jagermeister. No chirping, no run in its mouth. Let's just talk about the confidence on these guys. Our friends at Jagermeister sent us this ad read to read on the show, fella. But they're confident that they said, don't do any of that normal ad stuff. Tell the listeners two things. Jagermeister's great, and everyone's been drinking it wrong. Well, if that's the case, how the hell do you think we should be drinking it? Up dog, that's a great question. Ice cold, fella. At zero degrees Fahrenheit, to be exact. Ice cold shots of Jagermeister. That's it, my man. That's all they want to tell you. Damn, that's cold. Just remember to check out Jagermeister at www.draftkingsxjagermeister.com. Drink responsibly. Jagermeister liqueur. 35% alcohol by volume. Imported by Mast Jagermeister US. White Plains, New York. 